We met online. He was a graphic designer with three kids and played the piano. He spoke a couple of times over the phone and decided to meet for dinner. I was already there when he got there and introduced myself and said, Hi, how are you? Now, we all know that the right answer is fine or good. Even if it's not fine or good, we just met and that's what you say because A, no one really cares and B, when you first meet a person, life is glitter and rainbows and you don't have any problems, especially on a first date. But instead, he said, well, the beginning of my week was okay, but then it went topsy-turvy. Not wanting to play therapist that night, I said, well, at least you're out for a nice night and you can leave that all behind. We ordered and started talking about music, his kids, and he kept checking his phone and tried to bring up his week again. And again, I tried to change the subject, but this time he wasn't budging and went full on into the story of how his wife left him five years ago for a 21-year-old. She's in her late 40s. And he started to cry as he told me the story, asking, Why? What could I have done? Why would she do that? Really? Not wanting to get into this, I said, Well, you'll have to ask her, but in the meantime, let's just enjoy tonight. But no. Still sobbing, he went on to tell me how he has custody of their kids and she pays him alimony, which is a possible red flag. And now he's freaking out because she might lose her job and she's always been the made breadwinner. And he's never had a full-time job. Yep, red flag. He's a freelance web designer that plays piano once a month in a local bar. Not what he said over the phone. He's a crying, sobbing, red-faced, runny-nosed mess. So finally I said, do you need a moment? Why don't you go wash your face? And when you come back, we can talk about something happier. Now, if you know New York City restaurants, you know that the tables are super close and people all around you can hear everything. So it wasn't only frustrating, it was embarrassing too. The waiter came over to check on the situation and I assured him it was under control and wouldn't happen again. I sent a text to my best friend, MJ, crying, crying. There's no crying in baseball or on a first date. Her husband responds, D here. Maybe he's crying because he's so happy to be out with you. Thank you, no. That's not why he's crying. He's crying because his wife left him five years ago. Five, it's time to get over it. The guy came back. We started talking about movies. And again, he was constantly checking his phone and texting. So I asked if he needed to go. He explained that his kids are with their mom and sending him the play-by-play of what they're doing. And it makes him happy because he feels like he's there and part of it. And then the tears started again. Why? Why could she do that to me? And, and, and do you know that when she has the kids, she won't let me stay there too? I can't even have dinner with them or hang out. I just want to be a family again. She says it's been five years and I need to move on. Do you think that's fair? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. And now I'm starting to understand to his ex and said, go splash some cold water on your face again. When he left, the manager of the restaurant came over, clearly annoyed, to let me know that they couldn't have this going on, and it needed to stop because it was making everyone uncomfortable. I said, how do you think I feel? We're on a first date. Can you do me a favor? We ordered pasta. Maybe if it comes out soon, he'll be too busy eating to cry, and I can go home? The two women at the table next to me agreed that it wasn't my fault, and the manager needed to give me a break. They even asked me if I wanted to join them instead. I sent another text to MJ and D. He's still crying. Everyone is staring. The manager asked me to make it stop. He came back to the table. The food showed up. And again, I tried to start a conversation that wouldn't end up in tears. 
He told me that a Beatles cover band I like was playing that night and was surprised I wasn't there. I told him I had forgotten to buy tickets. Then more tears, and I was no longer sympathetic, and asked now what is wrong. And in between tears, he says, and poor Jot Leonard, he was shot. And then George Harrison, oh, George, with the cancer and everything, even though he was so spiritual. What? Did you know them? Because if not, you shouldn't be crying. He couldn't stop. He was a complete hysterical, head in hands, tears pouring down onto the table, couldn't catch his breath, crying mess. So again, I said, go take a moment. And when you come back, no more crying this time. I mean it. No more. When he left, the manager came by and again was not happy and told me that this was our last chance or we'd have to leave. And I said, do me a favor, pack these up and leave the check with his dinner. When my date came back, the dinners and check were waiting for him. He said, we don't have to go. I don't have the kids. I can stay out. I said, no, we have to go. They asked us to leave. He had the nerve to be surprised and say, that's so rude. We got outside and he asked if I wanted to go someplace else. I wanted to say, why, so we can get thrown out of there too? But instead I just said, look, you're not over your divorce and need to deal with that. And I have to go home and heat up my dinner. Dee was in the city a week later. We met for drinks and a recap. He looked at me and said, dinner on a first date? Really? Me. Yeah, I know. Shaking his head. Rookie mistake. You know better.